For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're live, Danielle. (laughs) Thank you for having us. <laughs> welcome yes. back, Danielle, and welcome back, everyone, to this very special episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. Uh, Danielle Backer <laughs> was on three episodes ago, I think, at this point, maybe, and was a huge hit. Literally, <laughs> everybody loved Danielle. To this day, I still get messages about you, and I think you still get messages too. I do. I do. And. As soon as we said that we were going to talk about today's topic, which is having a social life as a young person who has their shit together, yeah. people have been requesting this like no other. Yeah. Like I've never seen anything like it. Really? Yes. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, very excited too. Uh, just hold the mic a little closer to you. There we go. Now that people can hear you. <laughs> it's the morning. Just to give you guys, we're setting the scene. Also, if you don't know me, I'm, I'm very short. And this, this, this is relevant for right now because we're sitting on the couch very, very lounged. Um, as we always do. Uh, yes. We we look very close to being homeless, but we're not, I promise. And I lounged on the couch. We have our lattes, obviously. And Abby. she has this cute little, like, chest coffee table thing. And <laughs> I try to lounge and put my feet up. <laughs> and I'm just so short, and I couldn't reach it. So Tori realized that and then moved it closer. So we're just really... It's early. We're in the morning. It is early. Danielle and I was walked lounging. in and literally I was like, hi, Danielle. <laughs> I was like, I need a minute. And then I was like setting up all the stuff, like literally two minutes into her being here. She picks up the mic. I'm like, oh, no, 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 we're not starting yet. I was like, I need to make us a coffee. Yes. 
So we have we coffee. We need to chit chat and chit-chat. then we'll get started. Yeah. So here we are I'm now. Still lounge, but the mic is closer now. <laughs> I mean, if you guys could see me, I'm like, I literally you took look a cozy sh- though. I, thanks. That's a nice way of saying I look ugly today. Thank you. <laughs> that is not what I said. You look cozy. You have a very nice blanket on. We have the curtains. Oh my God. I got so much stuff from Amazon yesterday that I'm okay. so excited. You, you know what I got? What? I got these sweatpants that looked like the ones that you wore the other day. Wait, Which let me show ones? you a picture of them. The ones you got from Target. Tell oh, the people about those sweats. Yes. Target has this line and I can't, it's like stars and something. My friend Lisa just got a bunch of stuff from there. Shout out Lisa. Shout out Lisa. It is the comfiest stuff. And again, we are not sponsored by Target. Wish <laughs> we, we should were. be, but we're not. Um, just anything that is like the Target line. I sleep in their pajamas every night. I have like five different pairs and I like mix and match them because they're like elasticy, but they're like super silky. They're just like that material of those sweatpants. Yeah. They're so nice. I got these from Amazon. Yes. Okay. Oh, so let me good. set the scene to you guys. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, shout out Kylie, our friend Kylie. Um, got her license. So now she's 16 and and driving, you know, driving everywhere. So the first thing that she wanted to do when she got her license was get Chick-fil-A obviously and, hang out with us. and go for to your house what reason I, don't, <laughs> I will never know i am thankful that kylie thought we were that cool to hang out with all day and all, all day. night all day and all night all day literally didn't leave till 11 literally <laughs> so um we get over there what at like one or something yeah and yeah. there's like chick-fil-a there mm-hmm. we're just having a great Delivery. time um and we literally just show up like in sweats like looking so ugly just eating chick-fil-a but Anyway, we were there all day. The point of the story is that Danielle was wearing these sweatpants where all day I was like, I need a pair of pajama (laughs) pants like that because I only have like sweatpants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want pajama pants. Like the silky. Those will be good for the beach. Yes. Mm -hmm. You need more now. Genius. Mm -hmm. I do need more. Is that the color you got? Yeah. Okay. And um, I wanted like this light gray one, but they were sold out. So I'll get those another time. And I also got these like really cute tops that are like eraser back i'll mm-hmm. show you it's all coming today i got okay. like a cropped um zip up Cute. hoodie which i'm really excited about are we in cil vibes is that why <sighs> i'm in or like, we're just, like athleisure in vibes okay. like i just so here's my thing i've been having a hard time like getting to the gym honestly since the second shutdown yeah. because i was in such a groove yeah and then we shut down yeah. and i like haven't been back on my groove yeah the only thing that gets me to the gym is if I wear a cute outfit. Yeah. So I bought all this stuff to like wear a cute little outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Another thing. I didn't tell you this. I'm what? so excited. I'm getting my hair done on Tuesday. <gasps> I see. Okay. Wait a second. Cause I just asked you Saturday and you yes. said, I'm going to just leave it yep. until CIO. Yeah. What are you doing? Okay. I'm Barbie blonde. We are. I'm so here. Blonde. Here's the thing. I did my fall moment. You were looking at a lot of old pictures of yourself. That's why. old pictures. Yep. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I did my fall blonde and yeah. I lived, I lived it. I loved it. I had a great time, mm-hmm. but now I'm ready for like my blonde self to really okay. be back. Okay. You know, I feel yeah. like I'm just not giving myself the effort that I used to. Yeah. And it's showing in like every aspect of my life. Okay. Like blonde me would have like went to the gym. Okay. And like fall blonde me isn't. Fall blonde is cozy. Fall blonde and is just quarantine. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know mm-hmm. what? We're gonna wear sweats because what True. else? True, and to because do? you can't get your hair done in quarantine. So it's like, you know what? Yes, let it be. Yes. Okay. And like, I'm not putting on like makeup as much. I'm not like yeah. tanning as much. Like, you went through that phase though that you were putting makeup on. But what are you gonna put yeah. makeup on? This? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I need to start putting makeup on just because it makes me feel good, not yeah. because I have somewhere to go. 
But would you feel good right now if you had a full face of makeup? No. Exactly. There's a happy medium. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not even doing the happy medium. Okay. And I think step one is getting my hair done yeah. to where I like it just because it makes me feel good, not because so I have somewhere to go. brand new bitch phase two. Phase two. <laughs> okay. Back to where we were. Back, back to the beginning because we didn't really complete the first one. So we're going to do but it. But now my hair is like naturally longer too. Yeah. It is naturally longer. Have so, you been taking anything? No. Just I've just been natural. letting it like do its thing. So are you cutting or only? I don't think so. I don't think I want to. No angles. No. No. Bang things. No. I'm going to let it grow. Okay. Grow and be blonde. All right. Any root? No root. Little root. A little root. Okay. Uh, root smudge. Okay. I think that's the term that people mm-hmm. use these days. And one tone blonde or are we doing different? So, I mean, obviously I have a lot of dimension in my hair now, yeah. which is great. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not trying to get rid of it completely, mm-hmm. but I definitely want my ends to be brightened up as well. Okay. okay. I'm going for like buttery Barbie tone oh, like blonde. Like literal. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I need it. I can't wait. To I see can't this. wait. It's coming on Tuesday. So are you going to self tan? <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. I might even get a spray tan. Look at you. So when you guys are listening to this, I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. Good thing we didn't take the pictures. Literally, thank God. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Yeah. And good I was thinking you. we're getting headshots for Sea Isle in March. Oh, you need. And uh, I want my hair to be good. That'll be very beachy. Yeah. I, I want like my it. hair to be good. Yeah. I don't want to be dark in that picture. I don't want roots. Yeah. I want bright. It bright blonde. Bright. Is anybody else blonde blonde? Rachel. Oh, Rachel is blonde blonde. Rachel's blonde blonde. Yeah. And then all the rest of my instructors, you guys will just have to wait and see who they are. I hired a crew. She did Danielle's going to be down there. I am going to be down there. She has a good crew. Womp womp. <laughs> anyway, this isn't about my hair. Um, but even though I made it about myself. Okay. Um, it's it's my podcast, podcast, so I guess it is about myself. <laughs> um, I want to do a quick rib update. Oh, Before please. we dive into this. Because it was part of my life for a little bit as well. Oh, my God. Danielle never heard the end of it because I was in so much pain. Yeah. I was in pain a little bit uh, Friday night. Not really at your house on Saturday. Well, because that's when it went away. Remember? Yeah, it went away Saturday. Yeah. But Friday night, oh my God, Friday night was a bad night for me anyway. Well, let's back up though, because it started off, it was one of the best nights ever. Yeah. And then as soon as it ended, <laughs> it it, you just took a hard turn. <laughs> okay, and, let's explain. Yeah. So Jess is my co-owner at uh, Stride Phoenixville. Her and I did a team teach and our theme for our team teach was like the evolution of Jess and Tori because Jess uh, and I started teaching back. She started teaching in 2016. I started teaching in 2017. So we had a lot of old songs that our clients haven't heard from a really long time because that was when we were back Mm -hmm. at our old studio Mm -hmm. as just instructors, not owners. So then when we opened up Stride, we kind of got like this new like sense of like music and like new teaching style and like all these sorts of things. So we did like an evolution ride. Well, the ride or the playlist, I should say, was Mm -hmm. too good. So we were like, (laughs) let's make it an hour instead of 45 minutes. But we didn't tell anybody that. (laughs) Let me also set the scene of this day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was a crazy day. So um, so crazy. Yeah, I had a coffee meeting in the morning, mm-hmm. so I just had coffee, mm-hmm. and then I drank a Premier Protein Shake after my coffee, mm-hmm. and then I was at the studio training the Seattle girls. And we're not saying that this is what you should do. Please don't. <laughs> this was just because the day was crazy, because I had the same exact day where we were running off of empty coffees, and just the day gets away from you. Completely. And you forget what happened. Completely. Yes. So it's now 3 o'clock. Danielle and I mm-hmm. are at the studio, and we're like, we're starving. Yeah. Uh, she only had coffee. I only had coffee. Mm-hmm. We were jittery. It mm-hmm. was bad news. The whole day, I was like, I'm going to go home and have two slices of avocado toast, 
And then we are going to go to dinner. She after talked about this spin. toast the whole time we were at the studio, setting the studio up for the night. That's the only thing she wanted. She has sourdough bread. She bought it specifically for this. <laughs> Continue. So I'm driving home and I pass this acai bowl place. Shout out Sweet Aloha. The best place, the best place literally ever. Um, I also have a special place in my heart for Juice Pod down in Sea Isle. But at home, Sweet Aloha is my Juice for Pod. Sure. So I'm driving home. I pass Sweet Aloha and I'm like, that's it. That's what I want. So, of course, I don't pull in. I door dash it. <laughs> Again, maybe five minutes away from where you live. I was driving by it. <laughs> I could have stuck my arm out and touched it. But instead, I door dashed it. You're holding the Guinness Book of World Records for door dash, though. So why stop now? It's a problem. I door dash every day. I didn't yesterday. You stopped. You broke it? I almost did yesterday because I wanted these um, kebabs. I wonder if they're going to give you a discount. Like, I would not be surprised if someone in their marketing team is looking at your promotion (laughs) and being like, oh, she DoorDash over 25 times. Here's $5 off. DoorDash, if you're listening, please Please. sponsor this podcast. Please. So I can at least get some money back from all the money I spend on you guys. No one DoorDashes more, I promise. Like, literally last night, all I wanted was Chick-fil-A. And it's a two-minute drive from my house. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I'm just going to door dash I mean, it. I've done that, though. So you saw how close it is to me. So. All the time. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Okay, but sorry. Friday. Oh. Uh, could touch Sweet Aloha. Oh, yeah. So close. Anyway, I door dash it to my house. And their acai bowls are 24-ounce so bowl. They're huge. They're massive. I got what is called the Maui bowl. So it's pitaya, which is like dragon fruit. So I had – this was at like 3.30. I ate this bowl. And I was like, all right, I teach at 6. It'll digest for two and a half hours. And I'm so annoying with eating before spin because I'm like cocky motherfucker. I'm always like, I can eat Thanksgiving and I'll be fine. Like, Which is exactly what I said to you. And I'm yep. like, I felt so bad after. I literally texted her right before and in that voice of text, I said, oh, miss, I can eat Thanksgiving dinner before spin. <laughs> Because I normally can. Uh-huh. Well. So we did this whole ride. Throughout the ride, I'm pounding water because I'm so dehydrated because all I had all day was coffee. So I have like and a 32-ounce Hydro Flask or whatever. Yeah. I drank the whole thing during spin. Yes, that was my problem. I drank the whole thing. I didn't know that. So it was a 24-ounce acai bowl. Yeah. And then on top of that was 32 ounces and of water. You, and she – guys, she – does not drink when she teaches. And we always like yell at her and she always knows about it after. So for you to say that, yes. I didn't, re- I thought you were just like kind of holding it up and like. No, I drank the whole thing. Okay. So, so you were slushing around. I was slushing around inside my stomach. So we're like done class and I sit on the stage and I'm like, holy shit. And I walk outside. But wait, you need to explain like what a class is like with you and Jess in there. Cause it's not just a class. Yes, it was an hour, but like. The energy levels, the music choices, the sprints, the consistent sprints. Wait, wait, guys. Two wait songs, not one. There was two. There was a lot going on in this It was hour. A crazy. So and when she says, like, she drank the water and then had to sit, it was because, like, it was needed. <laughs> and you know what I also thought about later on hmm. was that obviously I had a lot of um, – Anxiety going into that class. Oh, sure. So then to have that all be relieved mm-hmm. on top of it. Anxiety plus the jitterness from coffee plus slushing stomach plus yes. just just the class. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. So I'm done class, sit on the stage, and I'm like, wow. So I get outside of the room, 
and immediately I make eye contact with Danielle and she's like, are you going to throw up? And I'm like, I need a minute. I literally haul ass into the bathroom and I'm sitting there and this has never happened. And I literally am like, I'm going to like throw up right now. I didn't. You've never thrown up? Once. After class? I threw up one time when I was training um, during the inspo song. I ran in the bathroom, yacked, came back Nerves? in. I don't know. I don't know. It just happened. Yeah. Yacked. And then it came back in and I did the last sprint. Good for you. Had to. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was like, I'm going to like get so sick right now. I didn't. Mm-hmm. And went in the back and Danielle's husband goes, oh, you want Chipotle? And I'm like, Max, like, shut up. Not she, the time. She literally was like, oh, oh. Okay, Max, stop, stop. <laughs> so then like, I mean, after class, like there's still music playing. Everyone's all hyped up, like as you should be. And I'm like, I need to get out of here. So I literally Everybody walk outside. Well, yeah, people like were drinking. Happy, it was happy hour. So and then she was like, oh, and I had it. And, and there was a pizza me. up front. Yeah. And I was like. Do you want me to move cock away from you? Is this bothering you? It's only a red solo cup. You trigger. I don't know. You might see it. And like uh. It was like freezing outside. And I'm such like a wuss yeah. when it comes to like the cold. I literally go outside in just like my sports bra. And mm-hmm. I'm like uh, bent over like dry heaving into mm-hmm. the snow. One of our clients, Erica, drives by. She goes, you good? I'm like, I'll see you in class tomorrow. I'm fine. Keep going. <laughs> so it was so funny. But anyway. Why were we talking? Oh, because my ribs. ribs were still hurting. So I that think was you Friday. Honestly, like hurt yourself out of it. Maybe. Maybe. Was it hurting after when you finally like came to? Yeah. When we so we were all when supposed we were to go to dinner. dinner after, and then I left early and was like, I'm not making a dinner. Like blah, blah blah. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Well, then I get home and I like chill out for a minute. I'm like, actually, like it passed. Like my stomach settled. Like I feel totally fine. Yeah. So I met them all out of dinner. Uh, it was like Jess, her husband, Danielle, and her husband, and then me. So Rachel. we all. Yeah, and Rachel, oh, Rachel, shout out Rachel. We all went out to dinner, and when we were there, my shoulder was like hurting, and my ribs were still. Oh, hurting. it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was still hurting. So literally, you mm-hmm. went to bed and came. And I woke up woke Saturday, up. and I literally was like, it's during fine. teaching, you were fine. Totally. Well, not Friday night. It hurt really bad. No, Friday Saturday. night. Saturday was fine. Wow. Yep. Yeah, because you just came over, and you're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I totally just went away. Someone messaged me, kind of freaking me out. She told me that her younger sister experienced the same feeling and she had blood clots in her lungs from her birth control. Oh, also, I think you should say that you did get tested for COVID and you don't have COVID. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did get tested yeah. and I did not have COVID. Yeah. Because you were also going to go, and I don't know if you mentioned this last time, but she was going to go to urgent care Saturday yes. if it persisted. It yes. did not persist and you do not have COVID. So we were just like, well, yes, I got a rapid test Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. I got a rapid test because yeah. I was like, mm, maybe this is COVID. Yeah, but it wasn't. I think it was Tuesday. OK, so are we concerned with blood clots? No, because the symptoms okay. are gone. Oh, true. OK. And like, I don't even know how to get that stuff checked out. Well, don't ask me because I, I'm concerned that I have that in my head and I still have no answers. So <laughs> Yeah, I have like no idea. Doctors are hard. They are hard. Like I feel like you go to the doctor and then they're like, okay, you're going to need an x-ray, which is this doctor. Call mm-hmm. them, make the appointment. And then it's they like get you in three months later. Yes. And yes. you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at that point you're like, oh, it's it's tolerable, which again is not the answer. It should not. That should not be the answer. But are we what about we to get do? into politics with healthcare in America? <laughs> we, are. we are. It's crazy how that works. No, doctors are great. You should always go if you feel sick. 
Unless you want to pay the copay. <laughs> that's why I was worried about you from last time. Well, that's why I didn't want to go because yeah. my copay for the ER is mm-hmm. like $550. Well, what is it for urgent care though? I don't know. I went one time before um, Jake's Dragon Foundation at Stride because I had um, bronchitis, I think. And they put me on a pack. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember how much that was. I want to say like maybe two fifty. Oh, I know. So I was like, I really don't want to go if I don't have to. Yeah. That's why I was like waiting and waiting. Well, here we are. Here we oh, are. I'm fine. Your arm's fine. You're holding it up. <laughs> You're literally fine. <laughs> maybe it was the two weight songs you put us through. No, you worked it, it out. Monday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd have slept better. Who knows? Maybe I slept it out. Yeah. Either way, it's gone. Oh my gosh. Should we talk about that for a minute? I don't okay. know why. Because Kylie had the same thing. And it's not even a thing. What thing? That we slept literally for three days. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about for it. For no reason. We all were just knocked out. D- exhausted. Utter. Do we think it was a class? See, like, I think so. But we were like that Sunday. And then Monday I did have, and I think you said this too, you had a hard time waking up. Sunday we... Yeah. All just like Kylie said, she didn't wake up till one. Yeah, that was Super Bowl Sunday. I did not get out of bed no. once. And I, so I only we were supposed to watch bed. Super Bowl together. Yeah, we didn't. No, well, we napped until both of us, and <laughs> we would be mid conversations. We would both nap, and then update. Just woke up for my third nap. <laughs> like I don't know why I was exhausted. Saturday I was too. I didn't even go to stride for the first time on a Saturday, and I don't know how long mm-hmm. because I just like couldn't. I slept until ten thirty on Saturday. I ever I just couldn't get up Mm -hmm. and then I got up and I was like I wasn't even groggy I was just like I'm still kind of tired I didn't have coffee because I like was like kind of overtired feeling it was Mm -hmm. weird and then Sunday slept well Saturday we did nothing all day we left nothing yeah they out so we had the Chick-fil-a we literally just hung out that's why I was like I don't know why Kylie wasted her first day with having her license with us just sitting at my house just doing nothing watching Disney watching watching Disney movies I personally group which I wanted to watch again for the the other day and I was like oh eh. but I watched a uh, Monsters University because I remember you talking oh, about Monsters I love Inc. Monsters Inc. so I was like okay I'm gonna watch Monsters University um but yeah no we just on the couch literally sunk into the couch did the nothing did nothing Disney Plus rocks For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. 
What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. watched um i'm gonna tell you this i watched the greatest showman the other night did you second time watching it yeah i cry the whole time do you i've never seen it the movie is so overwhelming for me yeah i adore it i literally love it coming out i've never seen it it is i've never seen it so i can't give you i just have um, like heavy emotions with that movie why um because it's about like this entrepreneur who like starts Mm. like the carnival okay or a circus yeah thing a freak show Mm -hmm. and he, the whole movie like he just gets like lost in lost in it like he yeah. gets like he 
like starts having like an affair and it's mm. so sad because he saw his love story with his wife and then he yeah. like leaves her for like this woman and i don't know like the whole movie i'm just like sh- and he's like made out to be a con Is man the, the whole, whole time. thing um like musical pretty much yeah which i hate movies like well, that. well that's what i that's why i ask because i don't find you as a but i love the greatest showman okay well now i need to watch it. the first song it's like this is the greatest show yeah and that, it gets me so hype yeah well that's a really good song i over the first quarantine i i'm crying now with all, <laughs> I got she are you why i don't know because that does song? something to me yeah well no i gotta watch it well when during the first quarantine i um you know when you like binge everything and you're like all right what do i watch now uh one of the things i watched was Again, cried at a lot of it was America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> not what I was expecting. No, but there was a lot of people because it's like, you know, just like young people or people who are going through a hard time and they'll sing like something like that, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and then they hit that button and all the confetti comes down and it's just like so <laughs> emotional. And then I got stuck on really drilled into YouTube watching old YouTube videos of I love people that can sing, but. I only I'm really drawn to like do you know who Nora Jones is? I think so. I'll Wait, isn't play she like a little girl? No. She's a singer. But they're oh. like like Adele, but not really Adele. Like kind of like modern jazzy, like where it's really only about like how they sing. Okay. Like I love that. So like when there's people like on America's Got Talent or something like that that can just like sing, I get really emo. Like, yeah, I get like really emotional. Okay. okay. But that song was so on there a lot. So it's a similar lot. feeling. Yeah. Okay. Music. I think music does that. Maybe. The, uh, uh, we're coming full circle. That is also why Friday was well, what Friday was because music makes yeah, you feel music. that way. And yeah. especially when you and Jess are playing music that you have evolved with. Mm-hmm. Still surprised she didn't play Little John. I will not live oh that down. Oh my God, down. that was crazy, wasn't she it? She will not live it that down. It was in our like, big thing. We just we never just, pulled from it. If And if anybody knows Jess or has followed her on instagram or anything she's like Lil john is her spirit animal yeah. and for her to not like she just theme rides all the time for her to not play anything i was shocked but she did play bass neck she so did she did that was that was other persona i think we just need a round two so we can do like Lil john for having, sure like squad prismo yeah, yeah. all that stuff you know what else ties back in with music nightclubs going out oh there we go <laughs> that's a segue into our topic today um so yeah danielle today and i are going to be talking about having a social life yeah. while being someone that has their shit together yes um which we're really excited to talk about this because if you guys listen to episode one Mm-hmm. Danielle spent the majority of her 20s in Vegas mm-hmm. and I am 22 but I've spent my teen years and up mm-hmm. until now all over the map yeah. um, I've been in LA Alabama for college I've been yeah we always forget about Alabama <laughs> I went to Alabama for college for a semester um, and then I like have been in the suburbs of Philly and in Philly itself and I live at the beach in the summers so yep. Um, we've definitely, we have our experience in this. Yeah, we do. And I think, well, obvious, it's funny because, you know, with our age difference, even though it doesn't even feel like that, I feel like no, there's ever, but when you look at it in terms of this, just because like mine was a few years ago now, um, and you're still living years. Well, no, actually not really. Cause what you were, how long ago were you in LA? Um, I was 17, 2015. So six years ago, which is really funny because that, so that is 
when I was in Vegas. So we were doing this. So we were, were doing, doing the same, the same thing. Yeah. And I also just want to say, um, we're not doing this stuff now no. because COVID. Yes. Like, we're, like, trust me, if bars were open, I would be there doing all the stuff I'm telling you guys about. All these things. I would 100%. Like, I was in my prime right before COVID happened. Yeah, like, I was were. going out every weekend, man. I know. I was having such a good time. I know. Um, but obviously, I haven't gone out to, like, a bar and, like, gone out in, like, yeah. at least a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're coming up on a year, which everyone talks about. So I don't want to talk about it because I know people are, like, come to this podcast for an escape of COVID. So we won't really talk about it. But, yeah, um, yeah the la- like, the only glimpse of it is, like, in the summer, bars were able to be open in mm-hmm. Jersey, like, under, like, tight restrictions. So, like, I would well, a lot go. Of outdoor. Outdoor. It was all dining. outdoor. Well, yeah. The bar that I went to was outdoor. So yeah. it was allowed to be open. Which is, that's what you want to do at the beach anyways. Yeah, it was a beach bar. Yeah, I don't want to go so, inside. Um, whenever, we're t- whenever I'm talking about like Sea Isle, just know that it was last summer, but I was being very safe following all the guidelines that Jersey put into place. Yeah, which so. is different than every other state and every other state is different. So whatever. We won't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, we're just going to talk about um, what it's like being a young person that has their shit together. Yeah. It's that whole like work hard, play hard mentality. For sure. Yeah. I think... Um, that with it's one thing to say like oh I worked really hard today I'm gonna treat myself with this but it's a completely different thing that I think Tori and I both have when we think work hard play hard it's we know what our priorities are and we know that we're gonna get to them so we give ourselves so I'll give you an example in Vegas I I moved there. I was 22. I was turning 23. I moved there in May. My birthday's in August. So I was 22. And my job was very intense. I, I We talked about it before. I had a lot going on. I had the whole region of Nevada under me. So there's a lot of events. I think at any point in time, there was like – and I had a team. But there was like 800 events because we would be – have current events, and then we'd plan like six months out because you'd have to. So there was a lot going on all the time. It's a 24-7 industry. You're really working 24-7 if you have to be. And I remember that there's times where I would be at the office. So I would still work a 9 to 5, but I would get up at 4.30 in the morning. I would go to the gym. Our gyms in Vegas, most of them are 24 hours. Go figure that's just the lifestyle there so they have to like accommodate everybody so I'd get up at four I'd go to the gym I'd come home I'd have Bentley because he was my dog then just Bentley 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 has also lived all over the place so it's Chella though um because we got Chella in Vegas but um I would come home I'd walk Bentley I'd go to work I'd leave work um at like five I'd come home do some things maybe go for a run or do something else Sometimes I would even go back to work after I was done at like 11, 30 and 12. And let me tell you, <laughs> that atmosphere from that time versus when I left or came in the first time, very different. Would you be working or would you go, go for like, No, fun? I'd go to work. Oh. So I'd go to work. Um, this is during the week. So until like Thursdays was usually like when things like got crazy. So like during the week, like I go to finish because I know we'd want to go out. So then like a bunch of us would be because we had IMs. We'd be <laughs> each other all day yeah. being like, oh, this person is playing like Chris Brown. Love Chris Brown. 
controversial, I know, but I love Chris Brown, would be playing at this club. So we'd be like, all right, do we want to go? Like we'd be making plans all day. So then we'd leave. We'd go get ready. We'd go do that. We'd be at the club until – because mind you, you get to the club at like 11 or 12. Nobody comes on until 2. So you're really there if you like want to see the person you want to see until like 4 or 5. So you're doing that. You're coming home getting a few hours of sleep like I said I was getting up at four going to the gym I was coming home getting a few hours of sleep going back to work doing it again working the weekends sometimes and the weekends actually if I wasn't going out I would well first of all day drinking I know we both love day drinking drink. that so we would do that pool parties duh so we would do pool parties and day drinking during the day and I would honestly come home and nap and if I had work i really would go back at like 11 o'clock yeah no I honestly feel like when I'm done day drinking and I take a nap and I wake up I feel like I want to work well yeah because it's I don't know why every time because you literally like had a full day you had fun you you did but you the day is like still the same day but like you did so much in that day Mm. already that you're like oh okay I have so so much more time left. Yes. Let me And if I day drink, done. it's very rare I'm going to go out again at night. Oh, for sure. Like I'm no, just pretty never. much like out for the count when I day yeah. drink. And I don't want to. And <laughs> also like I do want to throw out there that obviously everyone is like built different. Like some people, mm-hmm. the thought – like I remember very specifically on my 21st birthday – um, I was out doing like a bar crawl around yeah. the town of Phoenixville. Super cute. Oh, Me and all my friends, I was out. Um, and my mom, my, my mom and dad were out too. Cute. So we went from this one bar that closed. We went to this other bar across the street. They had a live band and they're like the late night bar. They're super fun. So we yeah. go there and it's like all of these people. Oh God, I missed the world before COVID. Uh, it's like right. all these people like so close to one another, just like mm-hmm. having such a good time, like listening to like this live music and mm-hmm. like the live music is like a cover band of like fun old songs. So it was just really, really fun. Like Mr. Brightside, you know the vibe. Yeah. So just like that kind of vibe. And I remember my mom like pulled me aside and she was like, are you, like you're having fun. And I was like, I am having fun. But I was like, but I'm like getting to the point where like I can go home. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like ready to like kind of go home. And she goes, yep. well, you think about it like your life and your job is like throwing a party yeah. a couple oh, times 100%. a week on a bike. You know what I mean? It's so, like you get this release multiple times a week. And so when you go out at night, like you really aren't seeking like the music and the dancing and all this sort of stuff. Like you do that anyway. You're just out here for like the social interaction. Like it's a breakup of like just working for you. Like it's fun to like do this for your life. You know what I mean? Like, but people here, like they need this, like, mm-hmm. but you already do this. And I was like, Oh my God, what a great perspective. That is so funny that you said that. Cause that is actually exactly how I talk about teaching and instructing because I, and I, I don't, maybe it is just because, so it could be two things. It could be because we lived a lot of that kind of lifestyle before Yeah, that, this you know going out just doesn't do the same thing but that is that plays a huge part of it yeah it does and I think that it it is exactly that I I I love that you said that because I've explained that to so many people like I don't really go out now and again not talking about COVID but talking about COVID like you can't really do anything but that like the amount of energy and fun and one of my clients that come into all my classes shout out Alexis Oh, I love her. Love Shout her. out Alexis. She's always like, do you dance all the time? I, mm-hmm. 
well, yes, like you see me like in the studio, actually at home too, because I even said like my husband will just be sitting on the couch and I'll be walking from the island and like he will be like knee deep in his phone and I'll just like just, <laughs> just start dancing just in my own head. Like, I don't know, just lo- loosen up a yes. little bit. But at the studio, tying back to music, like I am always dancing and having a good time and it's just so fun in there and love teaching like the two times this week that I taught like I just had so much fun and when I came out of there like it's just it is a little party and it's a party it's just and not really that like you're defeated kind of going off of that again but like you have your fill Mm -hmm. and you're good and to be honest like Danielle and I went to Top Golf uh Mm -hmm. two weekends ago Mm -hmm. it was Saturday night so fun Mm -hmm. felt really normal dare Mm -hmm. I say because there was like loud music and like you could buy drinks so it felt like a bar but you had like your own base like you weren't interacting with anyone so it was very secure yeah you and know. it was outside, but yes. like you were only interact. Like we went with a group, and we were only interacting like with our group. Yeah. So anyway, um, when I was out, I was like Danielle, like you didn't know me, like when I would be going out like on the weekends mm-hmm. before I taught, but like my Saturday morning playlists were always made mm-hmm. from the music that was playing at the bar on Friday nights because I would hear the music. I'm like, this would be so fun yeah. in a spin class. Yeah. So like I'd be out at the bar and I'd put it on a playlist mm-hmm. for the next morning. And then the next morning I would teach and I'd be like, shout out to the bar last night. Like they gave me this whole playlist. Like, And it's just like fun because then you like channel that energy from like last night and I would bring it into my spin classes. Like it was so so much fun and like I miss it and also I think being young has a huge advantage of this because like I know a lot of my instructors that are a little bit older than I am like they'll always be like I can't I can't like be out until 3 a.m and then like go teach a class at like 10 a.m like I would die so I definitely think that there's like an advantage of like being young while you do this and like yeah take advantage of it while you can yeah and actually that is a really great point about your music so my music and I don't know if we talked about this last time but we talk about it internally a lot a lot of what we did in Vegas because of the club scene and because DJs were so big and all that stuff and festivals were really big and we can't go to them but um, when they were like, I've gone to Coachella twice. Like a lot of my playlists come from that mm-hmm. and become from like people I've seen or shows I've gone to, or I really remember like being in the crowd for this and it was so fun. And it was like, it's the same exact thing. Like I know that that music and that's really like what my style is. It's more like festivally. I yeah, guess. I would agree. Yeah. It's, um, you know, a lot of the stuff like we've gone to, I can't even count how many festivals we've gone to but like I said we've gone to Coachella twice and then the amount of clubs we've gone to and it's you know the same people especially I haven't gone to EDC I had no desire to go to EDC that's a very different crowd than what I would like to expose myself to but a lot of those DJs and um, you know artists and stuff that would play at EDC would also play at all of the clubs and stuff that weekend or leading up to that so I'd still get to see them at that point too so a lot of what I experienced when I was younger, what I had fun in and would probably still go to if they were still going on. You know, that's just like what I make my classes too. Yes. We won't talk mm-hmm. about spin like the whole time, yeah. but to it another, ties in a lot. it ties in a ton. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what D and I do. So for us, mm-hmm. it's like very natural, like the whole like 
going out lifestyle like does really tie into teaching a spin class because I tell all of the girls that mm-hmm. I train like you need to be throwing a party on the bike like yeah. every single time that you're here like you're throwing a frat party like well, that's our throwing little, like, your best party that we say too totally mm-hmm. all the time so I was like really going out a lot um I'd say from like October 2019 literally up until like COVID like March well we went out so like the world shut down like March 12th I think or 13th yeah um, oh yeah, I think like exactly the studio that. had to shut down on 13th. And yes. at this point I was like, I have no idea like what's going on. We're just like, so, oh, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I thought it was like two weeks. So I was in my Philly apartment and March 14th, yeah. me, Katie, Lindsay, and my friend Natalie all went out and it was like the last hurrah. Like that yeah. was the last time you could go to bars and we didn't know it. Mm-hmm. We were all in like sweatshirts, just like going out. So literally from like October 2019 until COVID Mm -hmm. like I was going out every single weekend is having like the best time yeah and um when I would go out I would come home so we'd go out on Friday nights we Mm -hmm. would and I only taught Saturday mornings but we would rarely go out Saturday nights we would Mm -hmm. only really want to go out Friday Mm -hmm. nights so we'd go out Friday night and we would like get back to my house at like 4 30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and then I'd have to wake up at like six six thirty so I'd get like an hour and a half to two hours of sleep there was one night where I didn't sleep at all and I just was on like a all-nighter like on a bender and then I taught two classes that day and I literally (laughs) I remember like before I taught the second class I was talking to a client and I literally was just like seeing double of them I'm like oh my god like Mm -hmm. I need to do this class and like go to sleep Mm -hmm. um that was a crazy crazy day so that's really funny so in college I so I had like two personas in college and I I feel like you're very much like this too so I was like the mom almost sometimes always yeah well yeah I um a lot of the times I would opt in to drive and like drive people like to the bar and stuff like I would go out sometimes but I just really wasn't and I won't get too (laughs) much into this because it's bad like I was very I was very bad when I was younger. Okay. Like 13 (laughs) until like my high school years, like I did a lot of things and like me and my (laughs) friends. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Me and my friends did a lot of things that were bad. (laughs) I won't say on here, but like I had a lot of that fill again in high school. So when I went to college... I was like, oh, like, I don't really, like, feel like drinking. Like, I'll just bring everybody out. But we wouldn't, like, college was a thing. So each day there was, like, a different theme of why you would go out. (laughs) So, like, Wednesday night would be this certain bar that we went to. And then Thursdays was the pig. (laughs) And then Fridays was either a house party or you just kind of stayed in because Saturday was another bar we'd go to. And all of our friends, like, bartended at these bars. So, like, you would, like, kind of hop around. But, like, every night was something And I can promise you that I did not go out every night. But a lot of, I mean, and rightfully so, you should in college. But that just, like, was not my vibe. I just didn't really care to do it. And it's not that I was, like, nerdy and, like, wanted to do school. But, like, I did get a double major and I did do a lot of stuff. I just kind of came into my own a different way. But I still, like, went out and did a lot of stuff. And I actually... um, you know, people, there were actually some DJs that came to the area and one Avicii was his first, may he rest in peace. He was such a, such a a great, a great little soul, but I did meet him and my friend met him and he came to Rochester, New York, which is where I went to college. And he played like one of his very first shows. Um, 
I was out all night, obviously. Like that was one of my nights that I was out all night. Had an internship. I actually interned with our professional lacrosse team in New York. And I had to be there for like the game at like 6 or 7 a.m. Same thing that you were just talking about. I could not see straight. And if anybody has ever interned or worked for professional sports, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it is very different than what you're thinking. It looks very fun and everything on the outside, which is why I didn't go into this field. One, because I do enjoy sports. I play, We talked about this. I played sports and I tell my husband this all the time because he's really, really into sports. Very different when you work in it. Do not recommend if you love sports to work in it especially from a marketing perspective, you are running around, you are doing all this back-end stuff. Like think about when you go to like the Sixers game or something, like the t-shirts that flung out, like all that stuff is like stuff that we would do. That's so fun. Yeah, and we had like the MCs and everything that walk around and they like hype up the crowd. That's stuff that we had to like coordinate. So running off like no sleep. Okay, but did you feel like you ever had like adrenaline to push you when you had like no sleep? Oh, I I absolutely did. Like there was never a time that I like didn't finish a shift or left early or anything. Like I would. Yeah. I wouldn't know that I was tired until after. I'd arguably say that my best classes Mm -hmm. were when I had Mm -hmm. less sleep because you're purely running on adrenaline. Yes. So Mm -hmm. like when my body was like tired from a sprint, I wouldn't even feel it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best. (laughs) It's the best because like you're already tired. Your body's like, all right, like let's just get through. I mean, I sleep the rest of the day. Like I go home, I sleep the day. It's fine. It's a Saturday. Like I I wouldn't be doing this on like a, a... a a Monday and like be out of commission on Tuesday. But also the difference is you could if you wanted to because you, yes and no, from bringing to priorities. I could, but I feel guilty. Exactly. Which you shouldn't because you own your businesses. Like you Mm. are the boss of your businesses. So if you, and I was thinking about it the other day, now that I launched my business, what we talk about of like when we feel okay to shut things off. Mm. It didn't really occur to me the amount that you talk about it or the level that you talk about it until I launched this because when you work corporate, like I can easily say if I get an email or something at six or seven at night, nope, I'm not getting paid. I don't have to answer this. But when you work and you expect things and not like people are emailing me crazy hours, but I'm thinking like, oh, it's a weekend. Like if someone does get back to me, like do I set that boundary for myself and get back to them or not? Or in like a so I get and twisted it. way, it's almost like a measure of how dedicated to your business yes. are you. Like, mm-hmm. will you answer that email mm-hmm. at Saturday night at 1130 yeah. p.m.? Yep. And if you do, it's mm-hmm. like, well, she's a fucking baller. Like, yeah. that's a boss. Like, it's but almost also, like a measure up level. I think of it the other way, too, of like, oh, my gosh, they're expecting me to answer. Am I, if I don't answer mm, and like they know that this is like this is what I'm doing if I'm not answering like that's the game I'm playing right now with myself and I think because I am newer to just like being a hundred percent my boss like I've worked for companies like I was talking about before which is why I launched my business um that I was just the main marketing person Mm -hmm. and I didn't really answer to anybody it was on my own time or what I needed to do and I didn't feel like this but I think it's still because I still had that and it wasn't even corporate. They're still small businesses. And it was still not freelance work, but kind of. I was under their payroll, but whatever. Um, I still had that like, oh, I they don't want to expect me to answer after five. But now that it's not, I, like I even actually just hired an intern. And I was explaining to her, I only want you to work within the quote unquote parameters of nine to five. Like 
if I email you at like seven or eight because I'm up, please don't feel obligated to answer. Like I want you and I want anybody younger starting off to make sure you have that in your mind because I know Tori's talked about it a lot before. There's burnout that yeah. and it will happen. These are just to things to prevent them. It's going to happen and it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. But being able to like look at things and say like, okay, or like we were talking about going out. If we want to go out, mm-hmm. how are you going to separate that? What if you get an email? Yes. It's what all, do you do if you get an email and you're out? I also want to say like it's a pick and choose thing when it yeah. comes to going out. So like when I go out, I am constantly checking my email mm-hmm. to make sure that nothing is awful is happening. Like I go out having the amount of work done where I know I can go have a good time and not stress. Mm-hmm. If I yes. have work to do I don't go out like Mm -hmm. it's just as simple as that because I won't have fun because I'm not gonna be thinking about like oh my god I'm having a great time I'm gonna be worried about working the whole time Mm -hmm. um and typically I never have a problem saying no like Mm -hmm. if my friends want to go out and do something and I need to work I'll be like I need to work so no luckily for me my work is never really like super long so Mm -hmm. you know I can be done by 9 30 and meet someone out you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I get done my work to where I feel good about it. Then when I'm out, like when I go to the bathroom or something, I'll check my email. Typically, I have nothing in there. um, But I'll check my email just to make sure that nothing's like wrong. But also like for me, like my business, Mm -hmm. Spin Studio, Mm -hmm. no one's really emailing me Mm -hmm. or the studio's email on a Friday night at 9.30. And if they are, it's like, oh, can I be canceled? And I'm like, yeah. okay, that can be handled tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like the anxiety of not knowing what's in my inbox is worse than like actually having to handle the problem right then and there. Mm-hmm. I also want to say this though when it comes to going out. Mm-hmm. I really don't drink a lot when I go out. Mm. And I think that's because like I know I have responsibilities the next day. Like if I know like I have nothing to do the next day, okay, maybe I'll have like an extra drink or two. But I'm also not a big drinker to begin with. Like the other day, some, I think your Max was like, mm-hmm. when did you start drinking? And I was like, mm-hmm. 22. Like I just yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, like I drank when I was very different between me. Yeah. And like I drank when I was in LA, like when I was like yeah. 17, because I was like, oh my God, it's like the cool thing to do. Yeah. And then I was like, this is actually so stupid. So then I kind of like just got really turned off from drinking. Yeah. I also have this like, anxiety of like being sick when I'm not at my own house. So the thought of like drinking to the point of making myself sick at some place that isn't my house, like in a bar bathroom, like I don't want to be throwing up. So like mm-hmm. I wouldn't like drank because in my head like drinking means throwing up like I don't know like it's like a weird thing with me when I was growing up comfort thing completely yeah because that is a hundred percent like what I was talking about with college if I wasn't and actually I I'm saying that I've gone to all these shows and all these things and I Max will tell you I've never gotten drunk at them I've had drinks if I'm not comfortable in my environment and I don't and I don't trust my environment, I won't drink. Yes. Like, I will just to, like, but I know, and I am a very coherent person even when I am drunk. Like, I know everything I'm doing, which is kind of, like, annoying. <laughs> like, usually if, like, you drink to get drunk, like, you want to, be like, get loose or whatever. But, like, I'll know everything that's going on. And I've never, I've maybe gotten drunk with my husband who I've been with for seven years, maybe twice. Yes. He, on the other hand... <laughs> Yeah, Max <laughs> let it loose. his own man. Yeah, he knows no. whatever he wants, whatever he wants. But I still get that. And, like, I can remember one time mm-hmm. in my whole life mm-hmm. being, like, actually drunk. 
And I think it actually, it, it's comfort, but it's priorities. It's like, if I'm not comfortable where I am, if I don't trust how I'm going to get home or mm-hmm. be in that space where I do need to wake up the next day Completely. and I need to be a human being. Yes. With the priorities and with all of these responsibilities that fall on me, I can't do this. Completely. It's like all the stars thing. for me have to align. So yes. let me tell you, like the one time yeah. when I was drunk, it was this past summer. It was at, it was in Sea Isle. It was Saturday. We were day drinking mm-hmm. and I rode my bike so I didn't have to drive. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to get an Uber or a Jitney, yeah. which is a bus in like the beach town if you didn't know <laughs> so cute. um so I rode my bike which you can get a DUI on your bike yeah anyway mm-hmm. I Did didn't no I didn't I didn't um but you can get a DUI on a bike so if you are drunk and you're riding a bike be very responsible um but anyway so it was day drinking it was Saturday I was with two of my best friends and I didn't have to teach the next day. It was day drinking, didn't have to teach. And my parents were at the beach house. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in a very safe little town. Yep. It's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking Tito's and lemonades. Like I'm having a great time and I'm getting home on my bike. Yeah. So like I can leave whenever I want. Like I don't have to like leave when the group leaves. I don't have to do anything. Like I can leave like whenever I want to. And like I was in control of like every little thing. I've never gotten drunk when like I get tips. You don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm not like not even drunk. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm like going out, like the night before I teach, never drinking, I'm typically drinking club sodas. Mm -hmm. Or if I do drink, I'll drink like one white claw or Mm -hmm. one Corona light or one. I really won't even touch vodka water Mm -hmm. if I'm teaching the next day. Cause I'm like, it's just gross. Not even worth it for me. Yeah. Like give me a claw. Yeah. You know, I don't want Mm -hmm. liquor in my system. Yeah. No, thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, so like all, it all has to align perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like going out the night before, never, like you said, concerts, festivals, like mm-hmm. I went to Firefly in 2019, mm-hmm. didn't drink at all. Like yeah. just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be in the right environment. And we've talked before about when we get drunk, we worry like all of our mm-hmm. creative juices mm-hmm. are going to like leave our head. Mm-hmm. And like, what if they don't come back? Yeah. It, you know, because we are, our jobs are so much our yes it's our job but it's also what we love most about our jobs I think is our heads and how Mm -hmm. we can like analyze things and like strategize and like put things together and oh if there's an issue here but I can fix it with this and if I lose that and I and I'm not sharp the next day oh my god what happens like I lose all my in my mind it's oh my god I lose my job I'm not like prepared to do 150 percent like I always do like I can't so yes, all of the stars need mm-hmm. to be aligned. Do you ever, because I used to have this, do you ever wish that you were different and could go out and could enjoy yourself and could do all those things? Um, No, because I have a great time mm-hmm. when I go out. Mm-hmm. And I think we should touch on like how to go out sober and like have yeah. a good time because I think that a lot, yeah. I struggle with that a lot when, until mm-hmm. I was honestly 21. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a smart way to go out. And for me... If I'm going out for like six hours, four hours, whatever it might be, it's so not worth it to ruin the entire next day of 24 hours for a fun like four to six hours Mm -hmm. the night before. It's just so not worth it to me. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a great time, but then I'm going to bounce back tomorrow and be like perfectly fine. Like I said earlier, I'm kind of contradicting myself because I did say I sleep a lot on Saturdays. That's because it's a Saturday. Like. But like Sunday day drinks are the way to go because you wake up Monday and you're feeling like totally fine. Yeah. And I think um, when you're going out, 
it's a whole thing. Let's yes. not forget the whole, especially being a female. Getting ready's fun. Getting ready's fun. But when you're going to a bar, you, can, you can't go early. You have no. to go at a certain time. Yes. But then bars close at two. So would you, what do you do after? But you pregame before. So it really is like a whole, like there's a lot of hours that go into it before you even get to a bar. So like by the time you're at the bar, it's almost like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like we've been doing, and you're like, yeah, like the fun part is the getting ready part. And like you're pregaming with your friends and like you're getting all ready, look cute. Then you get to the bar and like the first hour and depending on like what kind of mental state you're in and what kind of vibe you're yes. in, it could be like, oh, we have to be here till two or like, oh, we're only here till two. So it's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Yeah. Do you ever wish you were different? Sometimes I do. Well, I, so I did when I was younger, only on the aspect of sleeping. We kind of touched mm. on this earlier of I never slept and I was fine. Like I was fine never sleeping. Like I said, I would get up, go to the gym, I would go out, I would do, could run off of three or four hours of sleep. And, but like my friends would be like on Saturday, like if we went out Friday or whatever, they'd sleep the whole day. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Yeah. But I guess what comes with that is, probably the stuff I wasn't doing like they're probably really hung over they yeah. you know what I mean their body handles things differently and I think that I am always running on adrenaline like a lot of the time maybe it was because I wasn't sleeping and I had a lot of stuff to do and I knew I wanted to go to the gym and then you're running on endorphins and you're running on like all this other stuff yeah I could never just sleep and just like yes. have a hangover I think and, that like, goes just... back to the work hard play hard because yeah. my of, mind is just part like, of on... playing hard is working hard and yeah. like yeah, you can play hard, but then you got to get up and do it again. Yeah. Like you got to go to work the mm-hmm. next day or yep. you like you just have you have a life you got to get back to. And I know this is different for you because obviously you own your businesses, but I think I've only called into work and it was because of weather and it was like my very first job ever after college one time and I'm 30. Yeah. Like I just don't. Yeah. Like I will make it happen whether it's now obviously like when I started work, working from home wasn't really a thing, but now I'm all, like I'm always working and now everybody's so lenient where if you do like I said if I do answer emails like the last night I was working until like 7 p.m. because um, I took like a little break at like five or whatever and then emails came through and like I just wanted to answer them to get it off the plate. I just watched it was on TikTok actually but it was about uh, Salesforce. Do you know what that is? No. So it's a database that a lot of sales uh, teams use and it's really like you're buying people's contact information is really what it is. Okay. There's a lot, there's a lot of things out there that it, you, it stores and buys. It's like a kind of a database for sales managers or any kind of sales teams to use. But they put out a study that says the nine to five is gone and now it's the work and then have your life is switched to like you work after your life. I, oh, mm-hmm. after your life? Like, meaning, like, if you have things to do, if your kids have soccer practice or if you have an appointment or if you have things to do, you do that and then you can work after is what they said everything's changing to. Do you agree? A little bit, yes. I agree a little bit, especially me being corporate. It's, that's why I said it's different for you because, you know, if you have stuff to do, like, you're going to do it. Um, I do only – that's the good thing that came out of COVID is I think a lot of businesses that were very strict with, no, you need to be here 9 to 5 or you need to work 8 to 5 or whatever that is, are realizing, one, we don't need to pay a lot of money for an office to have people miserable totally. because there's a lot of work that doesn't get done from the commute times, from mandatory lunches or breaks or all those things you have to have. Now people are home and – 
like I said last time, I get up at seven. If I'm going to sit down, I'm going to sit down and work. I just said I work till 7 p.m. People are not going to do that if they are in an office because they have kids, they have life, they have spin class they want to go take. They have all these other things they want to do. And like think about like all the instructors you have that have double jobs. Mm. They wouldn't be able to work if they didn't work from home. It's true. Yeah. And I feel like definitely working from home, like the excuse now of like, oh, I have to like log my daughter into school uh-huh. or, oh, like I have Life is being a, more of a, like an actuality instead of like before it was kind of like, oh, you have an appointment. Are you sure? Like some yeah. people would even ask for a doctor's note. Dude, I'm like, still like that though. <laughs> I right, don't work for Tori because she doesn't believe you. <laughs> no, but like even in corporate, like people would ask for, well, you have some. I just I'm, get I'm annoyed sometimes when like, it's like, you know, you have an obligation. They're like, oh, but I have this schedule. I'm like, why schedule it at another time when you don't already have like a work obligation? Mm-hmm. That's just my mind though, because like we and talked we about in the last Tori? episode, not everyone works yeah. like us. But for me, I'm like. Why aren't you thinking the way I, that's my own downfall. I'm projecting here. (laughs) Yes and no, because that, I mean, that is an important piece of what we're talking about is the priority factor. Right. And I do think that if the people, I don't think that you give everybody that answer that you're saying. Like, I don't think you give me that answer. No. I think that if you saw work hard, play hard. If you saw and know that whatever that person is doing, putting out, if they're doing their job, 150% even 100% and you know that they're reliable I don't think you would have that yeah I would agree mentality or concern with them I would agree yeah and I think that just going back to like corporate and businesses I think it was just like a standard like policy of like oh if you have an appointment like ooh, that's weird then it got a lot more (laughs) yeah like you shouldn't have an appointment you have a life yeah but weird yeah like ooh, you work nine to five okay doctors are only open until like two how crazy is that yeah when I started making my own doctor's appointment I realized that and I was Uh like first off why aren't they 24 7 yeah second of all how are corporate people supposed to like get they their don't teeth and then cleaned? you have to like then the corporate like gives you sick days which I'm sure those are going away too I think actually it is because a lot I've just heard like yeah, they I've work read from a lot home now how sad well they work we from need home sick days but like if you like kids need snow days now they're making their Sundays virtual kids need snow days yeah but for sick days I think that they're some not all are saying like get to your work when you can if you got to take a day off take a day off like oh. I think it's getting even better some not all um but I've I've read that I actually again TikTok but the my algorithm for TikTok though is very different than a lot of people's like mine are like really adult I guess I should say one um no there's like weird shit mixed into but one was this guy talking about he he's an American and he was in Sweden and he was like reviewing their like company policy and all this stuff and he was talking about sick days and he asked like a coworker, he's like well what about sick days what do we have and they were like what do you talk? I don't understand what you're talking about. If you're sick, you stay home. And he's like, yeah, but how many of those do we get? Because Americans, America gives you the amount of time you can be sick per year. Other countries do not. Sweden was like, no, like you, if you're sick, you stay home. Like, I don't understand your question. And he was like, mind blowing. Oh, I think it was the trend. Like what seems illegal, but is not, or like what's something America made you believe or, you know, whatever that trend was. Because other countries are like, no, if you're sick. And I think we're slowly starting to say like, oh, you don't need to take a paid leave or like not get paid if you're sick. Because if you're actually sick and you're really sick, maybe they, I think they do make you use a doctor's note or something like that just to confirm. But you still get paid. You still get what you get. Because we didn't ask to get sick. 
Damn. <laughs> like it happens. Go Sweden. Uh, right? What a concept. I know. I know. Let's move. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I will. Cold. Oh, it is? Yeah, I think it's snowing. I couldn't tell you a thing about Sweden. <laughs> Other than apparently they rock. Well, you're, yeah, you're trying to get beach life, so I don't think that's where you want to go. You just want to move to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm like, Jersey's the dreamland all of a Jersey sudden. Jersey life, Jersey Shore, beach blonde hair. I'm like, Jersey, woohoo. Yeah. Or Australia, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, so we didn't get to go on our honeymoon, obviously, but we were going to, what I, where I really, really want to go is New Zealand. Mm, really bad. They have no COVID. They have no COVID. Well, for that reason, no. But because it's very, it has like best of both worlds. I'm a very outdoorsy, like I love, I love being outside. I love being outside. Max does not, so that's probably why he's happy that we didn't go. But they have like. It's a long flight too. It's a very long flight. But Bali, we were going to stop at Bali. Bali. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, all these great things didn't happen. Well, you guys will get to go eventually. I, th- I do want to dive into the topic of, like, how did we go out sober, per se? Yeah. Even if we weren't completely sober. And then sober. what we were drinking when we had And out. what we you were drinking. talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I think that's great. So when I – okay, so let me – we obviously had very different um, yeah. lives in yeah. high school. So yeah. – <laughs> so my high school life was traveling all the time. I was going to Orlando. I was going to Jersey. I was going to <laughs> Texas, LA, London. Like I was Jersey all over the map. Jersey should sponsor you for glorifying them when everybody else hates that. <laughs> I truly think that the Jersey Shore is the most magical place on oh, this Jesus. earth. It's like life is so, it doesn't exist down there. Like it's just so Honestly, different. True. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Okay, sorry. You were it's traveling so in Orlando. Yeah. So I was traveling all the time. Shore. And when I was in high school, um, I was doing YouTube and my friend group. And honestly, every like influencer that I met mm-hmm. was very into partying. Mm-hmm. And it like it was so fun. So I'll give you an example. Like when we go to like Playlist Live, everyone would like go to their meetups the next mm-hmm. morning like completely hungover. So we would all just go out and just like have like such a great time. Yeah. But like I would never drink. Like during those parties like I would fake it all the time. And so why, like why was that? Because everyone just like drank and like I mean I was like 15, 16, 17 mm-hmm. like when I was going to these parties. So and I never wanted to drink. I just never like had the desire to because mm-hmm. I always had a really fun time sober. So I was like, yeah. why? And I saw how mm-hmm. alcohol affected my friends. Like they would wake up hungover, feeling like shit. They'd be throwing mm-hmm. up. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Like I'm having a great time and I mm-hmm. feel great. So mm-hmm. why would I just drink? And also like my mom was always with me for like my early years, like 15 mm-hmm. and like 16. Yeah. I started traveling alone when I was 17. But I was like, I don't want my mom to like see me drunk. Like yeah. I don't want to like hide my around my mom like I love my mom I would always fake it just because like I never like really wanted to so like when everyone would be like taking shots and they would do like chasers or whatever Mm -hmm. I would always just like throw the shot over my shoulder and then just drink like the diet coke Mm -hmm. or if it was always an option to bring my own handle I would literally buy my own like fifth of vodka Mm -hmm. pour some out in a sink like before I would go and I would just pretend to take shots from the actual handle Mm -hmm. so then if anyone or a fifth whatever I would bring and if anyone's 
it's like, oh, can I have some of yours? Yeah, I'd bring a fifth. But I'd bring like a handle like for the weekend or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then if someone's like, oh, can I have a shot of yours? I'm like, yeah, like you can drink all. Like literally picturing little Tori with this big ass. Like like, a handle. And I didn't even know like what I liked to drink because I didn't drink. So I would just like fake it. I would never fill it up with like water or anything, Uh but I would just dump it out. Like literally just waste my money and like dump it out. And then I would just pretend to like take a shot like I'd put my mouth to it but I wouldn't I wouldn't like drink it and, and then you, and it's really yeah. just because you didn't well like the feeling it was because I didn't like the feeling I didn't like the environment yeah and also it was just like saying no wasn't enough like when mm-hmm. I would be like oh no I don't want to drink it was always well why and it was like mm-hmm. oh just because I don't want to it's like mm-hmm. well why like we all are and it's like because I just don't want it was never acceptable yeah. to say no so I'd yeah. have to like fake it I would never yeah. fake being drunk because mm-hmm. they were all too drunk to like notice when I wasn't drinking mm-hmm. um but I also just never understood the concept of like why do you care so much like what I'm doing like makes them feel guilty maybe yeah because you can because some people they feed into that social um peer pressure mm. of just for the same reason they're asking you and a lot of people it's projection it's they don't want you they wish they could have a good time without it like I know a lot of people that can't have a good time without alcohol and it it has turned into problems Mm -hmm. so I think partly that and when you're in an environment like Vegas like LA Mm -hmm. where that's the culture is to go out and party that you can literally sit there and you can have a good time people don't know what that's like or they don't trust themselves a lot of people who drink a lot too are, and this is just an observation. I'm not an alcohol specialist, but their better personality, or so they think is their better personality, comes out when they're drinking. They mm. might think that they are too boring when they're sober or they don't have a lot to say. Like, you know, like, you know, you're different when you're drunk. You're a lot more talkative. You're whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're talkative in general. So, like, you're just a very personable person that I think that some people like they might need that to like loosen up a little bit yeah like stand-up comedians do that that's yeah. where they always like max <laughs> that's why they're <laughs> always like when they're doing their specials you always see them have a drink for like sure. they need to like get loose a little bit to get funny oh yeah liquid courage is for sure a thing mm-hmm. like now that i'm older like yeah when i was like going on dates and stuff like mm-hmm. pre-covid oh and yeah stuff, like i would have like a white claw like mm-hmm. while i was like getting ready i told you i did that for my first live spin because oh, i was for so sure. nervous i'm like okay the world can see me no one is in this room it is me by myself I for sure (laughs) and it's also like I'm a huge rule follower so like for me like drinking underage yeah was like a big problem for me because I was like it's illegal like I don't want to get caught like even when I turned 21 I still was like very new to drinking like Mm -hmm. I remember the day after my 21st birthday I texted my mom I was like I'm going to lunch and I'm gonna get a drink like what do I order (laughs) like what do I get um she was like I get a martini but I don't know what that says about me for lunch (laughs) (laughs) Especially a freshly 20-year-old, one-year-old going to lunch. Can I have a martini, please? I'd be like, excuse me. Well, the place I was going has this really good, like, pineapple martini. It's so good. We need to go. It's really, really but you're, good. But you were 21. I was 21. But yeah. yeah so but now, anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like, I was also just, like, a really big rule follower. But I did have a moment in LA when I first moved out there. Yeah. It was because I had my own space. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was drinking, we were drinking in my apartment. So, like, if I was at, yeah. at a party, I yep. wouldn't drink. 
But if we were having like an apartment party, I would drink. Yeah. Um, but I still wouldn't get drunk. But I was yeah. like, you know, experimenting a little bit with like alcohol. Yeah. But as soon as I start to feel it, I would stop. I'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like kind of freak out and like stop. Yeah. But I got it out of my system. Like I was having fun. Like I was going to like yeah. One Oak and like, mm-hmm. bitch, I was like going to my house parties. Like I was like having fun. Like I was yeah. doing like, I mean, I have like crazy stories from LA. Yeah. That I probably won't ever tell. I probably should, but yeah. probably will never. But really fun things but literally it was like a month long I got mm-hmm. out of my system and then I was like honestly good until like October 2019 <laughs> which is fine I mean you can go through spurts and I think that maybe that has a lot to do with like you were at a really good place with your businesses mm-hmm. that you maybe didn't feel like that pressure of like needing the next morning to mm-hmm. have to do x y and z to make sure the business was running like you were just teaching and you were like doing all a bunch of fun stuff and you can like go out with your friends and you had your apartment in philly and you, you know what i mean like you were at a really good place yeah where you could do that and i think that i mean that was definitely the same for me in vegas because obviously i was living alone i was out there by myself if i wanted to go out with my friends i would go out and you know go do whatever and if i was at a good place at work like yeah, why not go out? I yeah. still don't think – I think I still always drove in Vegas. Yeah. There may have been – I remember drive. my my friends even saying, like, no, we'll take a taxi. Like, we'll take an Uber. Like, we'll take something. I hate something. taking Ubers. Yeah, I mean – and let's be clear. When I was doing that, I was still very new. And yes. we did grow up. I know that this is all, like, a joke. Like, we did grow up. Don't go in cars with strangers. Yes. So when we're talking about this thing, like, oh, download this app and get in this car in one of, like – the most trafficked places in yes. the world go ahead like it's still really weird so yeah. I was like mm, don't think so and honestly that wasn't even a thought of why it's just that like no I'm perfectly fine like I don't have the desire to get super fucked up and mm-hmm. get really drunk and get sloppy and, and that's I think too like what you said like I saw a lot of people get really sloppy mm-hmm. and I just don't have the desire to look like I didn't want to do that. Like, I didn't want to purposely put myself in that situation. Like, why would I do that? You know what I mean? I don't know. And I think maybe part of that, I know you touched on this a little bit before, is what we drank. Yeah. So what would you drink? So in college, because I I was a sissy, also because I still, to this day, do not – I know you've evolved – Still do not like beer. I do like sour beer. I only like Corona light. I like be sour clear. beer. Don't know why. I only like that. I hate every I think you could give me the most high end beer. You could give me a Guinness and you can give me like Ew, a, a bush Guinness. light and they would all taste the same to me. I have no taste buds for beer. Like they yeah, just I agree. it just doesn't do anything for me. Ugh, Guinness so me. when everybody was drinking beer and kegs and everything, I was drinking wine. I was oh, drinking Moscato. Were you the bag? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. so cute. And because White Claws weren't a thing. Oh, yeah. So. College was hard for me, too. Like, in yeah. Alabama, everyone was like, drink, drink, drink. Like, mm-hmm. my sorority sisters, like, I remember during, mm-hmm. like, the first day after bid day, they have, like, this big me, and they sit you down, and they tell you all about mm-hmm. the rules of your sorority. The first one, it, we're, like, 18, 19-year-old kids, and yeah. they're 17, 18, even. Yeah. And they're like, all right, if you're going to drink, like, this is what you're going to do. And I was like, wait, but we're underage. <laughs> But they would like tell oh, us. Yeah, Tori's a person you do not want to yes. score. Oh my God, we're breaking rules. No, literally, I'm like, we're underage and like they're telling us like how to drink. Like, I was like so uncomfortable. So I never drank in college, ever. Yeah, like I, um, everybody would be pounding beers. And yes. I, and like what we were talking about before, like it's a whole like night 
thing when you're going out. Really? Like it's like like getting ready, but then you're getting ready pregame, but then you're going to the boys' house or like your father friend's house. Like you're going there, and then you're I pregaming pregames. Like it's just it's just a never ending thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna drink vodka. Yes. Even though sometimes I did, and you know, you'd mix it in your water bottle. I don't know if you guys did this, but we did. We'd have our little water bottle of the water we just drank earlier, prepping for the pregame. Yeah. Prepping for the pre pre. And then fill that up with um, the pregame was always like a crystal light packet water and then vodka. Yep. But then I would drink um, wine, which again, stupid. But at the bar, I would drink vodka cranberry or vodka water. Um, sometimes, I, did you ever have those Mio's? No. But so, I see a lot of people talk about them. Yeah. I don't even think they're good for you. Like, I think they're really bad for you, but. Either like a little crystal light packer or something and then like dab it in. But it would always be vodka water. And I think maybe that is also why I would never get super drunk. Mm. Because I'm always drinking water, water with too. Um, the or, very least it helps the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. I never. hydrated. Again, I don't, I don't think I've had. I think maybe in my older years I've experienced a hangover. But it's probably because I was just like. Oh, fuck it. You're doing that? All right. I'll, let me, I'll have a shot of that. Or, oh, I want this really froofy drink that sounds really good. And then like, oh, right. I'll have this. And I'm mixing things that I shouldn't be mixing. Yeah. Mixing which is probably why. But no, it was really just – and I still, if I were to go out a bar, again, don't know the last time I went to a bar, mm-hmm. it would be vodka – the latest thing I was drinking was vodka water, a splash of lemonade. Um, when I was bartending, it was Stoli blueberry, water, light splash of – lemonade light splash of cranberry mm, yeah really yeah good. it was like a blueberry lemonade that sounds but really like a good. like a lighter refresher one because it was like more watered down but it was really good really good mm-hmm. pre-games are hard because it's such an intimate setting yes so if you're not drinking people yeah. are like why aren't you drinking mm-hmm. so honestly i would just like typically avoid pre-games mm-hmm. or um because it pre-games like they do like drinking games so mm-hmm. like you have to yeah like have to drink at the drink i am games. really good at drinking games by the way so if we ever play like, really in the summer yes like flip cup you should see i'm really good at playing flip cup but do when else get in the way no not at all they Where actually helped me i kind of yeah. cheat a little bit i kind of guided <laughs> well, a little bit well i'm really good at it because i cheat um <laughs> but i i'm always on the winning team and everyone's always like tori i never thought you had it in you i'm like it's good to be a cheater sometimes um it's all in good fun <laughs> whatever um so shrinking game let's not be pre-games are hard because like people like will do like you know let's do like shot by shot or like let's yeah. play drinking games and like you kind of have to like participate and you get Fucked up. Fucked up. Like, so fucked, fucked up. up. Then you go to the bar and you're like, oh, oh and I'm completely. Like, mm, no. So I honestly, if if it's not with a group of my own yes. friends, yes, I will typically just skip the pregame and yeah. be like, I'll either meet you guys there, yeah, or if you guys are gonna leave for the bar at eleven, I will meet you at the pregame at eleven. So can I say one thing of why that works for you? It works for me too. Yes. But you are a very confident person in yourself. There's some people that have that feel left out if they're not part of the pregame yeah. or they feel like they need that before totally. they go out. So it's it's not a usual thing that like well, you can skip. Think that. about it this way too. Like I my two best friends, yeah, they also have like their drinking friends. Yeah. So like if they know like they want to go get fucked up and yeah. like have a great time, like they will call one of their other friends that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally fine mm-hmm. not being their like drinking best friend. That's funny that you just I just had this conversation. I've been having it actually a lot. <laughs> Again, I'm not a therapist. We talked about this before. <laughs> but I've had this conversation a lot with a lot of different people that 
when you get older, I think that you forget that you can lose friends or you can make new friends or it's okay for your friends to have other friends. I think we're so like we have our little group and like we don't want that to go away. But you, exactly to your point, like it's okay to have friends that have different aspects. Not everybody's going to be exactly like you. Mm-hmm. And I think the more you realize that, the easier friendships will be because one, no one is going to be exactly like you. So don't search for it. Right. Even in a partner, why would you want that one? Right. We, that's just silly. But even in your friends, like you have other friends that I'm sure you subconsciously go to like, oh, that, you know, I want to work out. I'm going to hit up blah, blah, blah. They'll work out with me. And it might not be the people that you talk to every five seconds. But you know that that friend's there and that's okay. Yes. And it's the same thing with drinking or going out. I, that's ex- exactly the example I was giving to some people. Like if you want to have a good time, like call that person up. That's yes. what they're there for. They might be flaky and other things, but they are always down to have a good time. Yes. Call them. And that's fine. I think we all have at least yeah. one person like that in yeah. our life too. Yeah. and Which is fun. Everybody plays a role in everybody's life completely. For a I yeah. think it all comes down to – Like you said, like you got to be confident in yourself. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to go out and have a good time, own it. If you want to go out and not drink, own it. If you want to go out and just like be the life of the party, own it. Like however you're going to go out, own Own it it. and have Mm -hmm. the best time. Like you guys, like we work hard. Like Mm -hmm. life is only as enjoyable as you make it. Mm -hmm. And I think like we work so hard that we need like moments of release. And like, we need these moments of like, life is fun. Like I enjoy, like this is why I work so hard. So I can enjoy you know, spend, like spending too much money at a bar one night on drinks or like Ugh. paying a stupid $50 cover, like whatever it might be. Like we work so hard so that we can enjoy our life. And I think yeah. that a work hard, play hard mentality, if done right, can be really, really healthy, especially for like someone, like we said, like a young person that has their shit together. I, I enjoy it. I truly love my going out, loved my going out life. I should say, can't wait for it to return one day, hopefully soon. Uh, I miss a crowded sweaty bar more than you could even know. It sounds disgusting. That's literally to say. exactly how she talks about it every time. Too, but I miss it so bar. much. Uh, like I just miss like rubbing up against other people's sweat, <laughs> trying to get by holding like my club yeah. soda high in the air. Yeah. But no, I really do think like if you prioritize your life and you're confident in who you are, you can have a great time. And I think just kind of ending off that for people too, if you feel like you are maybe one of those people who like we were talking about, like maybe aren't super confident and like feel like you need a drink again, that's perfectly fine. But I almost challenge you to think of something or do something that breaks you out of that. Like for us, well, for me, that spin, mm-hmm. like we were talking about, like every time I teach, I am even that more confident in the spin room, but I'm also that more confident just in life because it's that energy of being in there, but like you're putting yourself in a spotlight. So I don't know what that would be for you in your life, but the more you break out of that shell, like I am a very introverted person. Yes. Like, and I think you have the time. I say I'm an introverted extrovert. Like I am more introverted, but I, my external to I the get charged people, at home alone. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I would rather be home alone because there's other things. Because I have so many things that I can be doing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and do something with people. Totally. I'd rather not. <laughs> and I'd rather not have conversations that don't fulfill me. Yeah. Or, like, just meaningless conversations. Like, some people, like, need to talk to people. Perfectly fine. Yeah, You're extroverted. Extroverts, like, during COVID quarantine, oh, like, I really felt for them. Like, yeah. they were really struggling. Introverts, 
we're, we're fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, we're chilling. We, if as long as we have things to do, like for us, keep us busy. Yeah, we are fine. We're good. But I think that for those people who need those extra things and are maybe like looking at going out as like a sign of like, oh, I need to drink to like have a good time. Try like expanding your hobbies a little bit. And like, mm-hmm. even if it's like I said, obviously, like not everybody's going to go and be a spin instructor, but I don't know what that is for you. Like maybe something that maybe usually scares you. Class. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is taking a spin and sitting in front row, like just dive in mm-hmm. like front row is, you know, a lot of people won't go to front row because all eyes are new, which mind you, they're not. Nobody. <laughs> we were just talking about this because Maddie was in my class. It was either Maddie or Gianna we were talking and I was like, nobody looks at you when you're yes, the instructor. Yes. Everybody is looking at themselves in the mirror, which is perfectly fine. Yes. But like completely when you're in the front row, like you might be intimidated. Don't be because nobody's looking at you completely at all. But like do those little things. And I think that you'll see like when, when and if you start to go out that you are starting to have fun without alcohol totally yeah and if you want to drink yeah oh my god fucking please. drink baby we, we don't i sometimes i wish i could go out and just be Me like too. sometimes i'm like let's rip shots but yeah i'm just not that kind of person take my bra off throw it yeah I'm just from like, a stage i don't know I, yeah i literally <laughs> just took my first shot like complete full first full shot the other night with my parents really? it was a sunday night yeah i was like venting them about something didn't we do shots at my house or no uh n- no we okay. had martinis okay but no, I was venting to my mom about something. And, oh, and she whipped out shots. And afterwards, she Fucking was like, Karen. can you take a shot? And I was like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell we made yeah. green tea shots. They were really good. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. But Danielle, <laughs> Tor, thank you thank so much you. again for coming back on the pod. Thank you for having um, me. I would keep talking, but I have an appointment that I have to get to in 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, um, oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I would have literally kept talking forever. This is what we yeah, do. This is what Let's we do. Let's see if this is longer than last time. Uh, it's about the same time. Yeah. Hour 24. Per usual. We're good. On par. On brand, how we are very on brand for Mm -hmm. us. Um, Danielle, where can everyone find you? Ooh, a lot of places. So, if you ever come to Stride, I am Tuesdays at five. If you want to find me on Spin My Business Dell Marketing, you can find me on Instagram Dell dot Marketing and Danielle dot Backer because I am Backer on social media. Woohoo! <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed thank today's episode. I'm sure I'll have Danielle back shot, on really shot, soon. Shot, 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 everybody! We should end with that song. Seriously, we may as well. <laughs> guys, I love you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy Monday. Happy and Manifest Monday. Happy Manifest Monday, baby. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.